So after watching the first two episodes of WandaVision, I know that this is just another Marvel movie. Just like every other Marvel movie, the most homogenous, boring, unoriginal thing ever. Fail. The end. Just kidding. Here's our <laughs> This is me and Wolf Hogan, co-host of X Minutes, reviewing WandaVision episode one and two, because mutants, and it's, I know they're not mutants, but it's an excuse to tie it in, and we like it. I like your WandaVision aspect ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriate. We got to have you in black and white. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until the end of episode two. Spoilers. What? All right. So Wolf and I are going to be reviewing every WandaVision episode because mutants, because excuse to talk about it. So my prediction before I saw the episodes was, I uh, prefaced it by saying I'm not too familiar with Wanda in the comics either. So Same here. Um, just what I've heard from the grapevine. Yeah. I was like... I thought that Wanda went crazy after the events of both uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And she was like so mentally unstable that she like thrust herself into her own dimension where she could be with Vega. And the whole like TV show thing, I thought that since she wasn't allowed to leave the lair for so long under the watchful eye of Vision, mm. Um, mm. she was like watching TV a lot. So... Maybe she learned how to be a normal person through TV, and she's just, like, bringing all those memories back. So That's a really good point. She even played house yeah. with Vision in Captain America Civil War for Yeah, that oh, was interesting. <laughs> uh, okay, nice. All right, so my thing was the prediction I had from the day they announced WandaVision and the fact that Wanda would be in Doctor Strange 2, my prediction was that she had a mental break at the loss of Vision mm -hmm. and all that's happened. And she's not quite, at least for me, in an alternate dimension. At least, I think I saw half a second in the trailer, but she's in this like, oh, what was that movie with with Tessa Thompson and Natalie Portman where they um, go into a shimmer? Annihilation. Annihilation. So she's she's yeah. locked in this place where she's going nuts. Then at the end of this series, she's going to realize the truth. And one of those truths is that the person who doomed Vision to death was Doctor Strange. Because oh, man. Vision is the only person who is killed by Thanos who could not be brought back after Doctor Strange gave him the time stone. Oh, Doctor dang. Strange knew that would happen. Oh, from that, she loses it. Like, so goes postal. Doctor Strange, unlike Cap, traded a life mm. so he traded vision's life for everyone's and she is the villain of dr strange in the multiverse, the multiverse of madness of madness and i was gonna actually make a video about it but then bob chipman movie bob did that exact same thing but really? even better and i was like all right someone else thought it because no one else, I had heard no one else theorize. All right, we had a nice discussion, but it was not WandaVision, so it's at the end. It's more Marvel stuff. Fun, fun, fun. Check it out. All right, so what did you think of this first episode? Okay, I, I know so you told me you were so excited to talk about this, and I'm like, I yeah. have work still. You know, I know, right? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it really, like, it shocked me how good this episode was. And, and like, I'm glad they're taking their time with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, viewing, viewing it from, like, an actor's uh, standpoint, like, not to sound like a douche, but, like, you Excuse can tell. Me, everyone, this is the esteemed actor, Wolf <laughs> the, esteemed. the upcoming Apple TV Plus original, Joe Russo and Anthony Russo directed Cherry. So he is in it for he's in it for three seconds exactly. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> no, but, uh, so pissed if your scenes cut and be like, I paid four ninety nine for, <laughs> for this. You this just like write a letter for this piece of shit. He's not even in it. We should no, but, do a uh, reaction commentary to that movie. Since oh, dude, that'd be dope. Actor. No, but 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 watching one division from like an actor's standpoint or whatever, you can tell uh, like like their theater background is so strong and it's like 
I, were you the one that was telling me that um, Paul Bettany uh, sort of regrets not getting into television or something like he, that? He, he joked that after this, he <laughs> made the biggest career mistake of his life and not being in sitcoms. <laughs> Dude, honestly, like, it's it's perfect. Uh, it reminds me of, so I mean, clearly it's like, what, Dick Van Dyke show for the first one? I know it's Bewitched for the second one, but I really... Yeah, the first, first one's one like Dick Van Dyke, and like, it's just spot on. It, it, I, it was actually really funny too I, yeah. I was really surprised i was like this i'm genuinely laughing i, I guess love <laughs> also the sitcom staples that are in here like yeah what's her name debbie reynolds is that no uh i don't know I don't, I don't know exactly what her name is well debbie reynolds is a person but it's deborah yeah jo she's rupp. a little older <laughs> yeah deborah joe rupp i knew she would be in it but it's for uh episode two I'll oh yeah, out that actress. But um, a little how I met your mother Easter egg. They 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 have like all of like the like the the, uh, the sitcom like archetypes like the wacky neighbor. They've got like the what well, overbearing boss. They've got like you know the husband and wife, and you know that dynamic was really really nice. But the husband who's it, supposed to be at work, oh, yeah, man, that's his stories, and the wife who's supposed to be getting dinner ready or something yeah, right. Romantic. And it's like uh, like their whole miscommunication that was just perfect. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like all like also like through through all that through the jokes through the wackiness through the nostalgia of. Fifties uh, like sitcom. There's that like there's that tension and that unease of like they don't know what is going on, you know, <laughs> you know. And all these little little moments, like it's like he's what, like he's like what, is that work? the thing that we were supposed to do? What is the they're kind of like the audience in there? Yeah, like what's that thing that's on the calendar? The calendar yeah. Turn it into a hijinks. Uh, what do we actually do? <laughs> yeah, it's like we make uh, like uh, what is it like? Like they uh, make forums or something. And he doesn't just ask his coworker, <laughs> but he ends up asking his boss at the dinner party. And the boss is like, you're like, he's like, not too bright, are we, Vision? Yeah. And then the uh, the commercial breaks, which yeah. I heard the repulsor beam in the toaster before it said it was from Stark Industries before I noticed um, that it was Stark Industries. So I was like, ooh. I was like, no, no. Uh, Iron Man. And so yeah, like wait, there was one. Wait, was there one commercial break from each uh, episode? Right? Okay, cool. So we yeah, the next one we could talk about uh, uh, later. But yeah, and like the way they incorporated um, their powers was really cool too. It's really not skipping a beat in terms of taking full advantage of what they have in yeah. their hands. Like it could be, yeah, that was a sitcom episode, and those are the actors I recognize. And yeah, he had a purple, black and white purple face once but nothing else yeah it's like uh, i mean i really didn't know what to expect when it came to like because like watching the trailers i was like i assumed they were just going to be switching from sitcom like every you know five seconds or something like that i don't know but that would have been way gotcha. you know way too confusing but uh yeah i mean and oh actually that part where the the boss is choking or whatever that yeah. like really freaked me out a little bit it was unsettling <laughs> yeah it was intense like stop so. it stop like it deborah joe rupp just looking at wanda saying stop it stop it and then like, vision uh, like freaking out not knowing what to do until wanda tells him and yeah it just strengthens my belief that he is a figment now she created him one thing i did notice you probably noticed too is like Everything they went from black and white no like, like they went from um what was it, like the, the multiple uh sitcom cameras to like that single like uh, camera shot, like steady yeah. cam. <laughs> and I was like, what the? Actually, because of the uh, trailers that were were showing us him going, damn it, why are you here? And then seeing Paul Bettany's distressed face during that yeah. in the trailer, it made me feel so much how long it took for them to abandon the. Th the three camera structure because I kept looking over Vision's shoulder and I'm like, when are we getting the, the other angle? It's it's getting tense, but I this isn't yeah. what I was expecting. Like, how? And I also liked him taking out. Was that the 
chocolate covered strawberry that he was checking yeah. out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he even eat that? I don't think he ate it. He was eating like eggs or something. And I was like, is that. Uh... Next time we do this, I'm going to watch it right before we get on the Zoom call because yeah. my two breaks during work, I watched one episode apiece. But. It, and they made a good joke out of it, but the ending really struck me as that sitcom thing of like shit's going down, it blows up in everyone's face, but somehow it's all right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I'm the like third act kind of thing. Yeah, dude, it like um, I mean that first episode. I mean it was very romantic. Like I loved how you know mushy it was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's over the top, but it was appropriate for the genre. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Together, they're so cute together. They really are. Yeah, it's fantastic, man. But something that really like um, like creeped me out was the end of the first episode. Those, let's see. Did we see down and do that? No, 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 not that way. Was uh, wait, was that the first? That was the first episode where we see like yeah, like it it, like comes out and like it's like a television and the person's like writing in the sword book. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with sword or was that is it called sword? I was so proud that I even noticed that because sword is theorized at this point in the Marvel universe to be Sam Jackson in space. Okay, in the post credit scene to Spider Man. Man far from home. Mm-hmm. So people have theorized that's now going to be sword. So it'd be really interesting if that is sword. And one of the first things Nick Fury has to do is go right back to Earth. <laughs> right. But he's co-headlining the Seeker Invasion Disney Plus show with Ben Mendelsohn. Oh wow! And- okay, dude. Like after watching these episodes of um, Wandavision, I'm like. Marvel is uh, on to something. They're uh, they're about to. Uh, they're, they're making a killing, you know. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, of course, the Loki show is going to be kooky and wacky and not as experimental as this. And Falcon and Winter Soldier will be even less experimental as this because I'm just mm-hmm. expecting it to be like a six-hour Captain America Winter Soldier, which we all want. You know, <laughs> it looks real good. Anthony uh-huh. Mackie said this was the first Marvel production where they felt like they had a budget where they're like we gotta get the things oh dang still looks real good um but yeah i'm here for it okay so here is my prediction between episodes one and two for what would happen in episode two basically i had no fucking idea and also i think the strawberry is gonna come back okay (laughs) i don't know it seemed like an important prop that might come back in episode eight or nine. And Wolf, do you did did you have any predictions, or were you just on so, like a wild roller coaster? Well, it will. So, like in between the first and second episode, I watched them back to back, and I was like, after the first episode, I was like, I I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, after I saw the book and the TV and like the freaking the gadgets and the charts, and I'm like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like everything that I yeah. thought is just out the window. But we also strawberry could come back, huh? <laughs> we also didn't shout out that uh, we've got Doc Ock in this show. Do we? Spider Verse Doc Ock is the neighbor. Oh crap! Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh dang, dude! I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've watched all the Spider Verse special features. She's amazing. I love her. Oh, crap, dude. I also watched Bad Mom's Christmas, even though I hadn't seen the first one, and it was hilarious. Wait, so the Sp- uh, Spider-Verse Doc Ock, uh, oh, she played the Spider-Verse Doc Ock, the wacky neighbor uh, woman or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Dude, she the is woman, fantastic. The woman who rapes John C. Riley and Step Brothers. Oh, uh, yeah. She's like, I just want to curl you up in a little ball and stick you in my vagina. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember that that, never mind. I don't remember most of that movie. But I will say, (laughs) dude, she, in both episodes, she is absolutely fantastic. Now, I would love to see, uh, I mean, it'd be a little harder for the second episode because the second episode was like similar to like Bewitched and they did like more like outdoor stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I would love to see something like that live. Uh, that'd be really, really nice. Co- I, I know that they said a couple of the three camera sitcom episodes they had a live studio audience so these may really? have been those two episodes dude that would have been freaking awesome also shout out to the chicken being overcooked and then becoming eggs 
forgot that to was say really that. cool. <laughs> and the lobster as the the door, the knocker. door knocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Oh, so, man. all right. What did you think about episode two? Um. Yeah. You know, episode two, like.
All right, we're in the late stages of the edit. Sorry for the quick interruption, but actually stage one plans were for us to record our predictions for the series as a whole, and then I did a reaction slash prediction to what episode two could be. Um, editing it, we covered it so that we told each other, so it worked out actually better, uh, smoother, just to not include those. These are just extras, so... If you want to skip off and go to the next review or something else, go for it. But uh, enjoy enjoy these extras if you want. Pew, pew. But here are our predictions for the series. I hope you enjoy them. It's Brian, and I'm about to watch the first episode of WandaVision. Now, this is the theory I've had since they announced the whole slate that included WandaVision and Doctor Strange 2. And now I guess it's incorporating Spider-Man Homecoming 3. But this is my theory. WandaVision is about Wanda having a mental breakdown at the loss of vision, a lot like her comics, and her trying to cope with it, bring him back as a fiction, like this is a figment of her imagination, unintentionally being created and this whole world, that's why we're going to go through all these different time periods of the sitcom trope where life is idyllic and it always works out by the end of the episode. And then at the end of this season, she's going to realize the truth, which is that Doctor Strange knew all all the possible outcomes and chose an outcome that included Vision irreversibly being killed. He's the only one that Thanos killed besides Gamora and Black Widow, kind of inadvertently with Black Widow, but you know what I mean, who's not coming back, who wasn't returned to us because of the snap. So realizing that he sacrificed Vision's life with his own choice by giving Thanos the Time Stone, she snaps fully and is the villain in Doctor Strange 2. She causes the multiverse of men. She causes all the fracturing of reality, which again is now spilling over into Spider-Man Homecoming 3, apparently. I was going to make a video about this sometime in the past, but... Bob, Movie Bob, did a very good video that was much better than anything I could have done. But this was my theory from the day it was announced and realizing that it was Doctor Strange's choice that led to Vision's death. So that's my prediction. I'm going to jump into this while my car is still charging before I go back to work. Now our review. Hello. What is up? <clears throat> it's your boy Wolf Hogan here. Uh, so I'm making this video before I watch WandaVision. It is, what time is it? So it's 2.44 here in New York, and I'm just waiting patiently, actually watching Tenet as I wait for WandaVision to come out. But <clears throat> I wanted to come on here and um, let you know my prediction for WandaVision. Um, I have actually have no idea what the storyline for this is going to be, as we all don't. But I'm not really familiar with Wanda Maximoff and the comics either. So uh, my best guess since Vision is with her, is she lost her mind after Vision was killed, or after the events of Endgame, and she is in, like, some sort of, um, like, her own dimension, uh, where she can live with Vision, but she's so far gone that she doesn't remember exactly how she got there <clears throat> and why she is there but i don't think they're gonna reveal this in the first what two episodes so what i think is gonna happen in the first couple episodes is we're gonna see them living day-to-day -day life uh but as these lovable sitcom characters um and the reason i think it's like sitcoms is because wanda was like forced to stay at that um, layer for so long under the watchful eye of Vision. And she probably watched TV a lot. So she learned, you know, what it's like to be a normal person through television shows. So maybe that she's referring back to that um, in her own um, made up dimension. So yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen. If that makes any sense. And I feel like I'm rambling a little tired, but, you know, 
we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, those were our predictions for the series, and now this is my, like, just-in-the-moment reaction and predictions for what episode two could be. All right, just finished episode one of WandaVision. It was great, and as far as my in-moment predictions for episode two, I got no idea. I think we will transition from this format into the next sitcom format at the end of the episode. Like, it'll go from black and white to color and a more boxy shape to a more widescreen uh, aspect ratio. I did see the thumbnail of her being a little pregnant, uh, but other than that, I got no idea. Uh, I do think it's interesting that the last three minutes of credits is just all the different languages. How that's going to pad the runtime for each episode. Alright, that was my prediction. Which is to say, no prediction at all. Alright, so it's been a while since I've seen the first episode, a few hours, and I've been ruminating on it. Um, I feel like that strawberry, it was a strawberry, right? Stuck in his throat is going to be important. Um, we're going to get more of that TV screen, of course, in episode two. I feel like the strawberry payoff will be a while. Like, it might come in near the end of the episode, when every, or the season, when everything's revealing itself to be its mischievous. When it's revealing the truth about what's going on. But with that said... I'm going to be jumping into episode two now. Oh, yeah. And, oh, God, I look so tired. And this was the cutout uh, segment from the beginning of the episode that I mentioned. If you even remember that in the decades it's taken to get to this part. <laughs> Hope you enjoy this, too. I did. God, I'm so tired.